0: Welcome to, I want to tell you one thing, a podcast for emerging entrepreneurs, whether you are just starting out contemplating a change, stepping away from the traditional nine to five or working so that your side hustle becomes a full-time gig. This podcast is for you. I'm your host, Katie, a social media coach and strategist, and more importantly, a fellow entrepreneur. Each week I sit down with another small business owner and ask them to share one thing they learned in those first tumultuous years, hopefully. Their advice will save you some of those mistakes, sleepless nights, and moments of insecurity. These conversations have certainly inspired me. My hope is that we can learn and grow together. Now, let's dive into this week's One Thing. Welcome. Today, I am here with Heather, who I've actually known for like two years now. Yeah. Right?
1: Actually, we haven't even known each other for that long. Oh, like a year and a half? Yeah. Not even that long.
0: No. No. Definitely okay, it about half. a year and a
1: half, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Heather, tell us what you do.
1: I am the owner of Studio Sparks, where we empower women entrepreneurs to build really strong brands that are going to connect the heart of their business with the heart of their people, and I do that by providing brand strategy, brand design, and website design.
0: Yes, she made my website, which I love. And your dad's website. And my dad's website. (laughs) (laughs) And probably someone else's And a couple others, I'm sure, at some point. My sister's, when she gets around to it. Yeah, one of your sisters. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see who needs it, but very cool. So how long have you been in business? Um
1: it's been officially just over three years but honestly i started about a year before that okay. while i was working full-time somewhere else wow and before that uh, about when I was working with them, for about three years I was working with them and before that I started a business and it did not go so well. Oh. So I already did that. yeah. Oh I love that. I don't though. think you knew that. No. Yeah. So I had it was called group identity at the time. Oh and okay. the idea was still doing like branding, but we were a group of freelancers. Okay. And it didn't work so well. I just, I didn't know, I wasn't ready for it. Right. I didn't know. Were you I doing could. it with
0: others? Or just you? You just named a group identity. I
1: originally had a couple people okay. that were part of it. But oh. the truth is, like, I found they weren't really as serious as I was, sure. you know. Um, so it just didn't really work out. And I did get some jobs. I mean, mm-hmm. my first job, I probably got pennies on the hour yeah. when it came down to it. But as I usual. Loved it. Yeah. It was a way to kind of see if this was what was for me. And it was. Okay. And I loved it, but it wasn't enough to pay the bills. So how long did you do that? I did that for two years, maybe, two or three years. Wow, so two years full-time? Not full-time. I never got to that. Oh, so you were like
0: side hustling it. Yes. Got it.
1: Yes. I was working like two other jobs at the same time. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Cool. But here's what's great. This is kind of fun. I was working um, at a restaurant at the same time, Mm -hmm. and years later, I ended up, while I had Studio Sparks and mm-hmm. doing what I do now. Two of the girls I used to work with opened up their own restaurant, and they hired me to do their website. Hey, hey. Yeah, so it was really cool. That was a big, like, full circle moment where I mm-hmm. remembered, like, I flashed back to when we all worked together and we all had these dreams. Yeah, and their dreams were to have their own restaurant, and Very cool. um, mine was to do what I do. Uh-huh. And so, for them, all these years later, to come to me and I was still in touch with them. They knew what right. I did. They saw my work. For us to come together and work together, it was, that was like one of my most excited moments with the business. That's very cool.
0: Okay. So side hustle for two years with that one while working. Yes, And then, and then you started Studio Sparks or then you were, you,
1: yes, I, so my, well, I had the two year side hustle didn't work out. So I went three years into a company doing marketing. Got it. So I got to really understand marketing from a corporate standpoint and Mm -hmm. we worked with, huge names in the retail and restaurant industry
0: okay.
1: um and so i also kind of got a sneak peek into their strategies mm-hmm. and what works for them what they focus on how mm-hmm. they look at things and that gave me a lot of insight and then when that company that i worked for it basically the two head owners were deciding to go their own separate ways uh, okay. but they still needed to do marketing and i basically oh. just saw this as I've always wanted to start my own business. Now's the time to like broker a deal with each of them.
0: Oh, so smart. Yes.
1: And that's what gave me the financial backing to then start studios. Oh
0: interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how you like you could take that leap. Yes. Knowing that you could at pay your bills the following Yeah, month.
1: for a while. Yeah. I mean, I still even with them, we had contracts that were basically like six months. Okay. So it was testing and seeing. Mm-hmm. And when I started, I honestly was like, if I could just get through the next couple months, sure, I'd be happy. Okay. So I always remind myself of that even now when I'm stressed out and I'm worried. I'm like, girl, you already made it past your couple months. You're fine. You're great. So you like, it, even if it fails right now, you went way above and beyond nice. than you thought you could like do.
0: I like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to fail. Cause Thank you. <laughs> At the, you get
1: to a point where... You just, you don't believe you're going to anymore mm-hmm. and you kind of like, you can't go back.
0: Yeah. You're like in a groove. Yeah. Because mm-hmm.
1: this, this relates kind of with the question. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Let's, let's dive yeah. into the question Slide then. dive into it. So Heather offered to answer the question of what do you wish you knew from day one of your business? And I think this is a question that, you know, I, I even I think about it and I'm like, Hmm. What should I know now that I don't yet know, right? Because I'm still in the very early stages. So I, I'm so curious to see what your answer to that is. Yeah,
1: this is actually good that you're doing it too, because I feel like I can talk directly to you. Yep. And I first before I answer this, I do want to say something. This I thought a lot about it. <laughs> good. Because at first I had one answer. Oh, interesting. And okay. I realized that I already I actually did hear that. Like I oh. did know that. Okay. And someone one of the guys that became my clients who I totally respect mm-hmm. and is he you know does really well for himself had told me what I was going to say today. Oh. So I'm like no, So what was I that? I didn't know that. So that was that y- your people are out there and they're looking for you. You just have to You got to find them. Yeah. You ju- you don't even have to find them. You just have to like attract them to you. Like they'll uh, find okay. you. And that's really where I base off my company and what right, I even right, do, right. you know, is I'm all about, you know, we just have to align with the right people, you know, line your business to your brand and the right people are going to find you. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I realized that I already, I did hear that. So mm-hmm. what I think is interesting about this question is the truth is when you're starting your business, you get, everyone has, mm-hmm. you know, their advice sure. and their motivation, Everybody. Everybody. People who are not qualified and people who are super qualified. Right.
0: People who have never started a business in their life have yeah. plenty to tell you. Oh, yeah, you.
1: definitely. They, they even <laughs> have it more so. And and I think most of the time it's all with love. Mm-hmm. You know, people, oh, sure. they want you to succeed. And I think, and they're all great nuggets of truth, but you don't, you can't absorb it. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I realize is that we all have like our major hurdles to go sure. over are things that no matter what anybody says to us or how true it, it mm-hmm. even is. Mentally, we just like can't yeah. believe it. Yeah, and so my thing that I did realize was that really what I would tell myself, or what I would tell someone starting out, or mm-hmm. what I wish I really did know, was that it's going to take time, mm-hmm. and this is a process. And part of that process is going to be about failure. Yeah, part of this process is going to be the hurdles and the challenges, and there are going to be some things. Yeah. You just don't believe for yourself, but if you keep going at like it will eventually catch up to you. Right. It will eventually, you'll be like, oh, I'm on the other end of it, and I can finally see what everyone was telling me mm-hmm. about. So I just think that whether it's building your business and same with building your brand, that mm-hmm. it's really important to be open to the journey
0: mm-hmm.
1: and... Take everything as it comes. There's going to be times when you're so busy you can't think. And it's going to be good because you're going to figure out how to manage things. And then there's going to be times, like I'm in this right now, right. where things are really quiet. Mm-hmm. And I take that time to reflect on what's been going on. Sure. Make sure my business is how I want it to be. Yeah. You know, pivot where needed, Yeah, need pivot it or, all of this mm-hmm. stuff. And so I've just wish back then that someone told me like you're probably not going to make it really big this first year
0: (laughs) it's probably going to
1: be a struggle okay but
0: but i think that's it's so good because i think i think especially out there in the like entrepreneur space and this is something that like i really came into the realization of in february is like people push dollar signs Mm -hmm. and dollar amounts and like oh you'll be a six figure whatever like down your throat Mm -hmm. and so then you feel like when you have a month where you're like dang, like, I just made enough to pay my bills basic, right? Like, no Starbucks this month, right? Like, then you feel like, I'm a failure. Like, I'm nowhere near six yeah. figures. But these people weren't at six figures either. No,
1: and I mean, I so I read the, this awesome book. Oh, I wish I could remember the name of it right now. I'll tell you so you can put in the Great. show notes. yeah. But it was all about entrepreneurs and every single one of them, their stories, nobody – said it was easy no right. one said oh it just worked it right. just happened oh, yeah. and every single one of them shared a moment when there was complete failure yeah and that's when they all of a sudden like things clicked right like, they learned from that and in some cases it's what they learned something about themselves that helped mm-hmm. them push themselves in some cases it was the actual product that they had that okay, this isn't working. Right. I still believe in it. It's not working, but I need to find out what's not working and fix that mm-hmm. before I move forward. So there's, they learn stuff in the muck. Right. When things, when the shit felt like it was going down. Right,
0: right, right. That's
1: when you learn the most. Right. And I feel like now, after doing this for a few years, I do a lot of looking back as mm-hmm. a way to learn from things, but one of the biggest things I notice is how many, like, the times when I didn't get the deal or I didn't get right. the job or... Things weren't going right, and at the time, right. I mean, it felt like utter failure. Right. This isn't gonna work. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. there's probably like two or three times that I literally was like, "Right, I have one month, and yeah. that's it." And for some reason, those are the moments that then later I'm like, "Oh, now I get it. I right. get why I didn't get that job. I wasn't supposed to, right? Because exactly. I got this job instead. That was mm-hmm. more aligned with me, more what was right, I, what I wanted, you mm-hmm. know." And. It's really just hindsight that shows you that. But
0: yes. in all
1: that I learned, it was my process and it was my journey that mm-hmm. I had to follow. And I'm so grateful for it because I've learned so much about it. My work has become better because of it. The, mm-hmm. My connections, the people... Like, I don't know. I, I'm I'm yeah. very humbled and, and happy about even the bad moments because yeah. I learned a lot from it. Well, so, and I think,
0: too... I mean that's part of, kind of Well, that's part of the life process, but it's certainly part of the entrepreneur process. Is like, no one is has no failure as part of the process. You know, yeah, like but you. Ha- exactly. Everybody, I, I heard um Rebecca Rebecca Minkoff mm-hmm. like in story of how she got started, and she started making those I Heart New York t-shirts, which I did not realize were oh, like wow. her creation. Okay. Like, and so she started making them and like pawning them off to like random places in New York City. And, like, that was her thing. And then she got sued because it was someone else's design niche. It looked a lot like something that was being sold somewhere else. And so she had to start all over. Mm -hmm. But she was already, like, in the hole. Right. And so she was like, well, there's no other choice. Like, I got to make this work. And then, bam, like, now she seems like this humongous thing. She's her own personal brand and all that stuff. But, like, she started making I Heart New York t-shirts in her (laughs) Manhattan apartment.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, I think... In that case, okay, first off, anybody that hears that story, they're probably not going to get that bad of, like, something happening. exactly. Which, by the way, just tells you, like, you're probably going to start off better than she did. So, (laughs) first off, realize you're probably okay. (laughs) It's true. She asked her
0: dad for a loan to get, like, to restart, and he said, no, you could ask your brother, though. Did what did, did her and brother so
1: give it
0: to her? She asked her brother, and her brother did. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Apparently,
0: yeah. dad had a lot of money. Apparently, he's a really famous doctor. I don't really, know. I didn't know. But, but anyway, but good
1: for dad for being
0: like. But no, dad was dad, dad was like no like, like figure it out yourself. Yeah. So brother, so her brother is actually her partner still in the business. Yeah. yeah. And he was one that like loaned her a little bit of money to like yeah. be able to pay. But but she said like for the first year she didn't even take a salary. Yeah. No. Like I well nothing. that's the
1: other thing. Well, here is the thing: is that you learn as a business owner. Um, also what you really need what you really don't yeah it makes you budget makes you think about those things and I think it's hard when you're first starting out to like put money into the business Mm, mm -hmm. and um after a while you get used to it too and you and then you like want to because you Mm want to build it by the way side note I also want to say though I was very cheap (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Starting my own business, nice. I did a lot of things myself. I still do a lot of things myself yeah. just because um and almost anything that's new to do, even like my taxes, I did it because I wanted to learn. I wanted to know all the things about the taxes. Wow. Yeah. I didn't want to just give it off to a professional because I've worked with CEO types who when someone left the company, oh, they sure. were screwed because they had no idea how to do stuff. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to be that. I want to know that I can figure this out no matter mm-hmm. what. But My point of saying this is that I am not someone that's telling someone, hey, go get a coach. Go hire an expert for this. Like, if you don't have the money for it, you don't have the money for it. And one of my biggest things I hate, you were saying how, like, the dollar sign things. My biggest thing is the whole, like, can you afford not to hire me? Uh, The answer is always yes. Yeah, You can. The guilt
0: trip trip hire for any kind of coach. I hate it. Also drives
1: me crazy. Um. I hate I hate that so much because it's like you can always afford not to, and you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. And if you have to be scrappy, like you can do it. Right. Um, and yeah, I don't. I think wherever you start, in that case, the story you're talking about, you know, she started way down in the bottom, yeah. already screwed over, and yeah. figured it out. So more than likely, whoever's listening is now now isn't at that space. Right. So you're probably better off than you even realize. No, that's true.
0: That's true. Um, so with your advice being like, okay, it takes longer to grow, right? Like there's going to be failure. Like, was there a time that you failed that you were like, especially early on, like let's say in the first year, or maybe the first time you tried to start the business that you were like, this isn't going to work.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, there's, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that ever entirely goes away. There's always like moments Mm -hmm. that it happens. You just get used to it more and more and you get better at even talking to yourself. Sure. if you have a really good team around you, like I... You know, Mike is just so amazing as a partner to mm-hmm. always remind me. Sure. And same with my parents. Yeah. You know, my parents are the best for this because they will be like, "You're fine. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like, like don't worry about it. Yeah, you're fine. You're you're doing way better than you realize." And yeah. I'm like, "I'm not doing
0: as good as you think."
1: <laughs> so, but at a specific time, I feel like, um, oh gosh, the first when I first did the business, like I said, when I had group identity, mm-hmm. and I. Realized This is not working. Mm -hmm. I have negative dollars in the bank. I was working three jobs, you know, to make anything. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting in my apartment and, like, calling my parents to just be like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Mm -hmm. I just, like, finally decided. Yeah, you're like, I can't. And I think I need to find, like, a real job
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and get some experience. Sure. And it was a tough call at the time, but I also... I don't think I knew, I, I knew at the time I wasn't fully giving up on the dream. Mm-hmm. I just knew it's, I, I need, I deserve a break for a moment and yeah. I deserve to like just think about sure. this. And it, I still cried, I was still felt a bit like a failure, mm-hmm. but I think there's still something
0: inside me that knew like I'm going to come back to this one day. Right, yeah, yeah. Well and then you went and got the corporate job and right. you got all this experience so that when you came back again, like you knew a lot more probably. Definitely. I mean, <laughs> way more. And
1: and at the same time, not enough.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, do we ever? You know, but you know. I
1: think, you know, I gained more confidence when I did come back. And I was more clear on what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and where I wanted to go. And, you know, so much has changed in just those few years. Because mm-hmm. when I started out then, Instagram was just really starting to come sure. into play. Um, it wasn't... It's like so interesting when you get into this world, there's a whole world. It takes. That's another thing. It takes time to even find that world.
0: Yeah. yeah, You know, it
1: took me a long time to finally find like the girl boss world, which I really love and I've met some of the best people through Mm -hmm. it. And um, so it takes time to find that world. It takes time to shift your mind. I mean, going from nine to five stability to now being completely free and completely responsible for mm-hmm. anything you go right do moving forward as well as just being used to not having, you know, not knowing that there's definitely a paycheck coming mm-hmm. two weeks from now or whatever that yeah. is. And figuring that out. How do I figure it out? What where's the boundary? Like how mm-hmm. do I all that stuff. But you do. Yeah. You'll figure it out. But all of that takes time. And mm-hmm. that's why again, I think that's something that should be told more to people when they're starting out is that right. instead people are like, you're gonna kill it, you're gonna be so great, you're gonna, you're awesome and there's not enough of it takes time all of this takes time and even figuring out what you want to offer and what you want to do like my company went through those different periods Mm -hmm.
0: too so yeah I do think it's so interesting because especially when you're first starting out you are looking around you at all the other people who are doing things that are similar to you or that you can learn from and you're like trying to figure out how to apply all of that to what you do Mm -hmm. and it can be really helpful but at the same time it can also be really detrimental or overwhelming because yeah. you're like I don't know this doesn't feel like me like I found this really early on I had an e- I had a freebie so I had an email sequence for the freebie and then I had a mailing list so I had an email sequence for the mailing list and people who signed up for the freebie freebie they got folded into the to the newsletter mailing list so they ended up getting basically two email sequences mm-hmm. and I found that I was like, I know I would unsubscribe from this personally, but everyone was like, this is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you have to do. And I was like, this feels so wrong. And right. then someone in a, another business group that I was in had signed up for, for the freebie got, ended up getting both of the sets of emails. And she emailed me and was like, Hey, just to let you know, like if I didn't know you, I would unsubscribe. Like this is annoying as hell. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. Like, thank God. Because I was like, I think it's annoying as hell, right. but I was told I have to do it. So I like completely got rid of one of the email sequences. I was like, I don't I don't need to. Right. I don't need right. to bog someone's email down right. like 15 emails.
1: And I think that brings up a major thing that I'm like kind of obsessed with is how much, I think especially women entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. we, I think majority of us go into it, not really for the money, but mm-hmm. because we want to do something our way and in a way yeah. that feels good to us, in a way that's purposeful and intentional. Mm-hmm. I know that was definitely the main reason I wanted to do it. And the more and more I've talked with women, the more and more I've found them to be the same. But there's all these things that come at us that tell us how to do it yes. and what to do. And that's one of the things that I'm, I'm constantly – when I, ever I'm in discovery calls and I'm asking people you know, what their process, what yeah. they're doing – You know, because usually we're trying to figure out what's not working in their brand. Mm -hmm. And majority of the time, so many times I'm hearing that they're doing something because they were told to. Mm -hmm. Or especially if it was a business coach that told them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Or, you know, they took a a course that said to do it this way or whatever. And I can tell they don't feel it. Mm -hmm. It's not something they want to do. Right. And that's when I'm like, well, what do you want? Right. What do you want to do? Or what's your strengths? Mm-hmm. and then trying to help them see that you can do it in a way that feels right for you mm-hmm. and still build your business right. and you know I have because I felt that way right. I had the same thing I was in it's a story I say a lot but I was in business for about a year and a half and I was at that point where mm-hmm. I felt like I must not be doing enough because I'm not getting my people mm-hmm. and I did some online free online workshop you mm-hmm. know five mm-hmm. ways to get sure. your next sure, yeah and honestly, every single thing that they mentioned, I felt gross about. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, like one of them you're was, like, no, God, no. email your friends and family and tell them that you're, th- th- can you just give me three people who could use my services? And I'm like, why would I yeah, like, bombard mm, that, seems- that? First off, they probably don't know anybody, but second off, yeah, like, right? why like, would I make them do the work for me? Right. And like, why are, would yeah. they?
0: And they know already and that then I run this business. So. one of the big things they said
1: was to... Have the discovery call or the the, the, the free consult. Mm-hmm. Listen to what they need. Then tell them what they need and pitch it. And then say, this is my price. And then just, you know, don't say anything. Just let them respond. Percolate. And, you know, basically don't let them away without the sale then after that. But, you know, you just you just need to let them know this is what it is um, and this is the price. Like, very... Like, done is, and done. Right. So I tried it on yeah. a girl who I literally meet her at an event... She's like, Heather, I, I want to talk to you about, I, I'm starting a new business and I need help with branding. Mm-hmm. I was like, great, let's talk. And we, we, we meet face-to-face, we talk and I listened to her and I did the tactic. I was like, okay, well, look, here's what I could do for you. Bubble did my little spiel. Mm-hmm. Here's the price. Said nothing. And her face went from like this, where you yeah, yeah. and I are so conversing, yeah. to just... Like stone face. Like- yes. Like, oh, I'm being sold to right now. And, of course, I get it. Discovery calls and consults, that's part of the deal, right? We know this. But the way I did it was not – it didn't feel right to me and it didn't feel right to her. Right. And I knew I lost it. Mm -hmm. And I knew in that moment I'm never doing this again. Right. And so what's funny is afterwards her and I – I kind of decided let's pivot. I was like, you know what? Why don't we get, like, a coffee? You want a coffee? Yeah, let's, and let's just – and we just chatted, and I completely, like, left that away. Mm-hmm. And we got into a conversation about icky marketing tactics and how we both feel like we are told to do things, and we both hate it, mm-hmm. and it's not for us. And so I just thought it was so interesting So I'm like, oh, man, I just tried it on you and it didn't work. And yeah. you don't like them either. And no wonder it didn't work because you can see it from a mile away like I can. Right.
0: Well, and what I think is so interesting with that is, like, that does work for some people. Right. But the people that that works for are people who are really good at that and whose clients really like that. Right? Like, right. clients who want the, like, here's what it is. And so, like... That's the beauty too, like that there's room for all, right? There's room for the people who are really good at doing that and the clients that want that. And there's room for the people who like feel icky doing that and want a softer touch to the whole deal.
1: And which I you know, I still do that. You know, I've given you like a uh I have a brochure that I go, Mm -hmm. Hey, here it is. The prices are on there. I'm very clear what my prices are. You know I don't Mm -hmm. really fluctuate in it. It's like this is what it is and but there's a I do it in a way that feels right for me right I don't do it in the way that someone else is telling me right yeah. and I it's I, it's one of the biggest things you know with marketing the way I look at it is there's a million ways to market sure. so when someone's telling you this is exactly what you have to do hmm that's not the truth right and even with the align and shine program that mm-hmm. I have the fifth phase is about marketing and the way I start it is. What is your natural marketing abilities? Because we all have them. Like you, right. yeah. you're a writer. Right, yeah. So you doing blog posts, right. social media posts, mm-hmm. guest posts, emails, right. you're going to thrive at that. Yeah. Me, I'm more of a talker. Right. So doing a podcast, <laughs> exactly. you know, um, doing my stories, mm-hmm. that's where I thrive at. Right. And when you do that, you start to get more natural. Mm-hmm. People start to connect to you because it feels more natural. And you start attracting the right people, yeah. and then those people want to work with you. This is
0: literally, like, just last week, I, like, put an Instagram post up with a caption that was just very, like, basic, but very, like, truthful. And I had three different people reach out and was like, okay, right. okay your caption got me. Yeah. And I was like... Of course,
1: because you're you amazing. Kidding? That's like, literally what you do.
0: Right. Like, but you, the, these people have been following my stuff for, mm-hmm. like, months now, you know, like soft pitching as they're, you know, as they're watching all my stories and whatnot. But I was like, Oh, like, that's what I gotta, like, that's what I gotta do, you know? And so you, but a lot of it is that trial and error, Mm -hmm. right? Like I've written three different like cold pitch emails and I tried all three out and the first two just felt more like what I thought you were supposed to do. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not loving this. And the third one, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to like write an email that I would want to receive in my inbox. Yes. And that's the one. It got yeah. me 10 new subscribers to my newsletter. Like the first round of pitches I sent out, like yeah. two discovery calls. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's clearly right. I like, think that's what, that's, like, do.
1: that's what I do is I kind of do two things. I, when I get two in my head, I go to, well, what do I want? Mm-hmm. Because what, also, you have to do this stuff all the time. Right. So the more natural it feels, the easier it is to do it. Yeah. The less you feel gross about doing mm-hmm. it. <laughs> and then the other thing I always think about is my target market. I'm right. I'm huge on the target market avatars. Mm-hmm. huge on thinking about who your people are and what do they want to see. Right. Do they like their emails and being bombarded with them? Or are they someone that they're busy and they mm-hmm. probably can only look at your email right. once a week, mm-hmm. once every other week, and they want something that's more fun and engaging as yeah. opposed to pitchy. You know, there's all... You got to think about those things. No, it's true. And so, when you blend those two things together, that's where you kind of get your winning combo.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. So, what would you say to somebody who new entrepreneur and is feeling like, you know, like they they didn't get the advice, or they're hearing the advice you just gave for the first time, <laughs> right? About like it's going to take time, and like mm-hmm. there's going to be failure in the beginning, and they're feeling like, like this isn't going to work. Like the, like it's taking too long. It's like six months in, nine months in, whatever, and they're like, it's taking too long. Like I must be a failure. <laughs> What would, <laughs>
1: I feel like this is maybe a little bit in your own head. This, uh, are you maybe, asking for a
0: friend here? <laughs> asking for a friend, hashtag no. But I, think, but I do think, like, all the young entrepreneurs I talk to, like, it's the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you hit six months, and you're like, uh, I thought I was going to be further, right? Or, like, I thought I was going to be doing more, and then you're like, shit, I'm not.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I feel like there's so many things I would say, but I'm trying to think what would actually help them in that moment. Um, uh, the first thing I would ask them is, do you really need to be at that space or do you just think you are? Mm. I know for me a lot of times I would think I want I need, you know, this X amount of dollars mm-hmm. in sales right mm-hmm. now or this X amount of clients yeah. and then I would think about it and go, actually I don't.
0: Yeah. You huh. know,
1: so first off financially, you know, are you okay or aren't you? Mm-hmm. I totally get it if you're I've definitely been in that space where I'm like financially no, I need to figure this out. Yeah. And if that's the case, then I would rebudget and honestly sure. do some magic on your yeah. your finances yeah, 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 to yeah. help you
0: figure that out. Yeah, to figure that mm-hmm. out. If you
1: have to do a little quick side job, if you have to, whatever, right. figure that out. But then, the, but if you're not, mm-hmm. then my question is. Do you honestly need to? Or is there just something inside of you that's telling you that? Because you're reading everybody else's Instagram or, you're, right. or your yeah. mom is telling you that that's the way. By the way, my mom doesn't. She would never do that. But, like, you know, you have <laughs> some pushy but still. in your, yeah. your yeah, world yeah. that's telling you that. And that would be my first thing is yeah. really do you need to? Or are you just putting yourself in this space that you don't – that's not yeah, like have you? Yeah, like be made you way
0: this unrealistic expectation. Yeah. For what yes. you need to be or should right. be. And by the way, doing. probably most
1: people aren't there. I really hate when I see people being like, it's been one year and I've done thi- like I've made six or I, I made six figures in 8 yeah. months and I'm like that's not most people don't. And here's my question. Was that from scratch or was that from 10 years working in a corporate job so you knew what right. you were doing? Yeah, or think, like,
0: have you been working this forever? Right. This was the year you went full time and therefore, you know, like yeah. that does make a difference the as well. whole
1: X amount of dollars and X amount of time or X amount of customers. And this, I think that's one of the biggest things that can be really frustrating for people because it starts to put an actual value on everything. And yeah. if you don't, if you don't rise up to that value, right you start to feel like you're less than. Well,
0: yeah. And I think, there. I mean, there's just so many ways that people word things. I was just thinking now too, like when I was working more on the influencer side of life and like working as a social media influencer, like, yeah, I probably could have like, okay, one year I made six figures. So then the next year you'd be like, I can teach you how to be a six-figure influencer. Right. Yeah, but I'd also been a blogger for 10 years at that right. point. And so I'd been I on can. Instagram for like <laughs> yeah. six and a half years at that point. Right. Like, yeah, I had a really great year, but like, what? wait, what? right
1: but you also it took you 10 years and that's yeah that's what a lot of people do is like we i don't want you to have to waste 10 years so i'm giving you all this for you know 199 and it's like (laughs) i think
0: you can't afford not to right yes can you afford (laughs) not to um
1: because even even with align and shine since it's an online course Mm -hmm. i have in there you know the question is how long does this take and i'm i put in there i'm not giving you times Mm -hmm. because even because this is all taken from working one-to-one with my clients sure and all of them are different Uh you know some of them and even the different phases Mm -hmm. some of them take longer than others yeah so what scares me with time a lot of times is that if I tell you the time say I say it's an hour Mm -hmm. and it took you 15 minutes I mean that's all you needed but you're gonna feel like maybe I didn't do it enough maybe I need to do more and you're gonna start second guessing yourself right or it took you two hours You're going to be frustrated and be like, see, I'm terrible. I don't know what I'm doing. This is too difficult. And it's like, no, it might just take you that much time. Mm -hmm. And it might be maybe you just, today's not a great day for you to do the work. Maybe you need a break. Maybe like listen to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know a lot more inside of you what's there and the answers are there and what feels good is there. Like all of that is there. Just sometimes you just got to cut yourself from everybody else and the noise. You know the answers and trust yourself and go for it and try it out and see what happens.
0: I love it. Okay. So before we sign off, just tell us a little bit about a line and shine so that if they're listening and they've heard you talk about it a little bit, like what <laughs> is it?
1: So a oh, line and benefit? shine, yeah. A line and shine is—it's like my baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally, she has like had birthing um, pains, getting oh this gosh, thing born totally. into the world.
1: Yes, uh, it, it was up all night the night before. It had to be <laughs> launched, Slept for like twelve hours after. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a line and shine—it's—it was what I wanted to do before Studio Sparks even came to be. Oh, So that's how important it is to okay. me. And as I continue to work with people, I realized more and more that was something needed. It's a five-phase program to help people, usually people that are either just starting or people that have been doing this for a while and are struggling to find their people. Okay. Feeling um, unaligned, misaligned. Yeah, misaligned with their people or maybe they're not getting the sales or okay. there's something wrong in their brand branding. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're connecting to the people, but these people aren't hiring them. Got it. Maybe the, they're offering programs and people aren't buying them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they... Um, are not connecting with the right people that they want so this is to really help them it's a five-phase program uh, three four modules in each program and so it takes you step by step nice. there's an awesome electronic PDF that is all fillable nice. and what's great it's all linked Ooh. so when you fill out things it's filling out other parts of the program oh. so when you get to that program so so yes swanky. it makes it a lot easier mm-hmm. so it's streamlined it's taking you through um, uh discovering what your brand is and what your offers are and who your target market is going through all of that Mm -hmm. then it develops your brand voice and the elements that make up your brand voice and then we focus on content and marketing so you can finally get it out there so we're going to align it with you and then we're going to start attracting the right people
0: hence align and shine exactly
1: and it's all diy you know go at your own pace
0: nice yeah cool very cool um all right so where can people find you online
1: Studiosparks.com or on Instagram or Facebook, both at Studio Sparks, but I would say Instagram's probably better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Studio Sparks sits with an X. Yes. S T U D I O S P A R X.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> I feel like I just made a
1: cheer. You did. <laughs> and X.
0: I love it. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Thank
1: you. This is so much fun. Yay. <laughs>
0: All right. That's it for this week. I hope you got at least one thing from today's conversation to guide you on this crazy entrepreneurial journey you're in the midst of. If you liked what you heard, please consider sharing this episode with a fellow small business owner or leaving a review. And last, but certainly not least let's connect on social message me at Rosebud social on Instagram and Facebook until next week.